Hello and welcome to Coffee and Combos with Liz Bullard. I am your host, Liz Bullard, and I am very excited today because I am with Joe Cabral, and we're going to talk about all things um, magical today. Um, I'm very excited because I think that um, magicians and all that, the kind of like that theater and the arts is just a fascinating thing. So I'm very interested to pick your brain on that today. Um, but please tell the people about yourself and let them know, are you like a coffee drinker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, one of my, um, my real world job was uh, working for the city, of mm-hmm. course, uh, and uh, the water department and education for a while. And... When you're in that environment, you're out there, you're on the road, and a lot yeah. of it is late-night coffees. Late-night get alarms in the middle of the yeah. night, have to go out. Mm-hmm. First thing you do is grab a cup of coffee to wake up. <laughs> so, you know, and then as you're, as you're into the job, mm-hmm. and, uh, have, a, have a cup of coffee because you've got to <laughs> stay awake. But, yeah, we, we are... We are coffee drinkers. <laughs> Good. And so you're also a magician. Yes. And you're running for office, so you have a lot on your resume. Right. <laughs> this year is quite, quite full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fortunately, though, I am, I've, I've been retired for a few years, so mm-hmm. I can kind of uh, Dabble in some juggle stuff. everything, yeah. but it's, it, it, is, it is difficult. Yeah. So um, as far as being a, a magician, what draw you to that, and like, what's your specialty, and kind of tell us a little bit about that. Well... As I was when I was younger, mm-hmm. I um, I enjoyed the uh, the circus near my house. I actually yeah. grew up in Naugatuck, uh, and then I moved to Waterbury when I was twenty one and got married. But um, my friend and I, my best friend next door neighbor, and I always loved going down to the to the carnival, and mm-hmm. the circus, and and naturally there they always had a magician, mm-hmm. and uh, I would he would go play the games, and I would. I would go over and decide show tents and all yep. that weird stuff, and and uh, and they had a magician there, mm-hmm. and and I always uh, kind of tried to get some yep. tricks. They were always selling. They were always selling something. Yep. Naturally, that's part of the uh, whole circus thing. And uh, I got intrigued by. I started doing stuff for for. Uh, you know my cousins and mm-hmm. the neighbors, and I was always interested in uh, in uh, in magic in mm-hmm. general. I, I used to go to the library and try to get books, really, on all kinds of magic books and that. And uh, I started um, doing the doing the magic when I was young, learning tricks for my. Naturally, at home, your yeah. your your friends and cousins and <laughs> they're they a used, good audience, <laughs> right? Actually, uh, we had a game when I was younger that uh, uh, we played in the neighborhood, and it was almost like a tag game. Mm-hmm. But it was I was the only one they'd have to catch, <laughs> and I would I learned how to let's say disappear so they would run by me <laughs> and and I could and we had to go back to my home which was was the the place that was safe mm-hmm. and once you got back there you were you were fine <laughs> so I learned how to disappear and and, and kind of uh spook around and, mm-hmm. and get around everybody and they it was a it was a major game for them to actually get a hold of me <laughs> and, and capture me but it was it was fun and then I uh, I would do a lot of little uh, ma- some magic for the kids mm-hmm. and 
I got out of it after a while. I did it. I did it now and then, and then I uh, I came back to it when I was uh, uh, in the uh, got hired in the city. I met mm-hmm. some another another magician, and we we kind of. He was learning magic, so I yeah. said, oh, I have all kinds of stuff at home. <laughs> we got back into it. Um, we uh, joined some local magic clubs, and we started going to conventions and stuff. And then we started meeting uh, at my home, mm-hmm. and we'd... And that kind of grew from there. Ma- yeah, we, we did magic for each other, and yeah. it grew from there. We invited other people, and it turned into a little club. I didn't even know there was like conventions in clubs for magicians and stuff. But before I get into that, what was interesting, what you said is about the circus, because I was talking with someone Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, yeah, you think of magicians when you think of the circus. Mm -hmm. But is it a struggle to also kind of consider magicians when you're thinking of like theater and the theater arts and stuff like that? Well, yes, actually, you know. What we do is mm-hmm. is a lot of storytelling magicians. Yeah. Okay. It's a um, it's telling a story and then the magic happens. Mm-hmm. That's basically what the group we do. Yeah. Uh, it gets involved with. Uh, actually, at the convention, mm-hmm. when when people think think about magicians, they think about a birthday party. Yes. Which I did a lot of birthday parties for children. I did some for the for the education department. I did mm-hmm. some uh, for the library. And but when you being a magician is being an an actor. You're yes. playing the role mm-hmm. of a magician. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're when we have a convention, we bring in. Well, what I do is bring in people that teach theater. Mm-hmm. That teach you how to walk on. Mm-hmm. It's not just learning how to uh, just do put something tr- yeah. over on someone. It's not you're not a trickster. You're mm-hmm. you're bringing them into a mini theater. Close up magic is a mini theater. Okay, to do it properly, you're bringing them into your world, creating this whole fantasy, Absolutely. and then things are happening. Disappearing, mm-hmm. changing, cards change. Um, so, magicians, all your 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 professional magicians, they've learned how to how to simply walk on. Because if you walk That's on the, the start stage, of it. yeah, and you walk on the stage with your shoulders <laughs> folded in and looking around, all timid, it's, no it's, one's gonna believe you. It's like, okay, this is my nephew down yeah. the road, but. The minute you walk on the stage, you have to be in command. You yes. have to take control of the audience and and bring them through this whole uh, theater uh, effect. And I like how you talked about bringing them into the world of the magician because you always have those people that they're trying to find the strings and the this and all of that, the, the, the false bottoms and all of that. But you're really bringing people into your world to tell the story and to believe. Properly. Yeah. I have, I have an an effect that took quite a few years to um, actually bring it to mm-hmm. the point I wanted. Um, and I took it to a friend of mine, uh, and who is a professional uh, theater, uh, Bob Fitch. He teaches, he teaches magicians how to act, how yeah. to how to create an effect so it brings you in and you can visualize what's happening. 
So it's a story about how I became a magician, mm-hmm. and it goes along with the, the carnival things and all that. I can tell it to you as I as I ha- as I do the effect as I tell the story. Mm-hmm. I have a large cards, mm-hmm. and the cards change. Really? Now, um, if I was to tell you the story like I just did, how I became a magician, you say, "Oh, that's nice," but you can you can see a carnival, you can visualize a carnival, but you don't really get the story. If you like, I can tell you the story. It won't be as if as if um, you, you were there with the cards changing, but I can tell you the story so you can get sort of the the gist of it. The gist of it. Okay. Okay. So here it is. Okay. When I was a young lad, no older than ten. I went to the carnival with my best friend. Down to the midway arcade he went, while I ambled down to the sideshow tent. Ah, there passed the fat lady, the strong man, the geeks, and after the dancers and the various freaks, I spied a small sign near a curtain of gold. Fortune's told here, your future foretold. Here was a chance to learn of my fate. So I took a deep breath and pulled back the drape. I thought I might see an old gypsy hag in a long skirt, head wrapped in a rag. I was shocked when I entered. She was quite young, not old. A raven-haired beauty with eyes dark as coal. Come sit, my dear boy, and I will tell of thee, and with the cards, the future you will see. What I saw made me shudder, my pulse rate increased, for the cards were three sixes. Ooh, scary, <laughs> at the very least. Tut, tut, my dear boy, it isn't so bad, for the cards just mean you're a devilish lad. <laughs> she placed one card down, and she picked up an eight, and suddenly the other two sixes changed to the card of my fate. Ah, they're all eights. These may look like eights to the untrained eye, but hold them like this sideways, they're infinity, and that's a magical sign. She placed one card down and she picked up a joker. Now the cards were all jokers, one side and the other. Ah, the joker, the jester, that mischievous fool, the magical sign, and the devil card, too. <laughs> the cards are quite clear, your future is bound. You'll be a devilish magician that likes to joke around. Wow. And that's part of the whole storytelling, the whole bringing you in. Um, You do this with a, uh, I usually do it on certain occasions with a room full of people so they can be closer to you because the cards are about 10 inches by Mm -hmm. 6. You definitely... It was, you know, you're really brought in by the story, and you know, again, I can only imagine having the cards and all that effect there. Mm-hmm. How amazing and how it tells the story and really amplifies and kind of brings in that magicalness. But before we run out of time, please tell yeah. everyone. You said you started out in um, your home with a couple magicians, and then you've kind of transformed and made something extra special. So tell the people about that. It's called the uh, ICBM New England Gathering of the. Magi. Mm-hmm. It's uh, this year. It's in Southbury, uh, Connecticut, at the Wyndham, and it brings in magicians from not only across the United States, from 
Really? Uh, England, Germany. We have uh, Lausanne, their master of levitation. We have uh, William Warlock, who is a gentleman from England who's been with me every year since he first came. Wow. Um, Michael Diamond, Max Maven, Oscar Munoz, uh, who is a motivational speaker, but he's also a children's magician. Um, and we have a CNN, retired CNN uh, friend of mine from uh, Texas, uh, Rolando Santos. Uh, he actually in- interviewed Mother Teresa and, and, mm-hmm. and that, and he's also a magician. He's going to do a work in progress and, and, and teach people how to write a script and how to, mm-hmm. how to get a storyline. So uh, this going. is a, definitely a conference. So like if you're new or practicing a magician or someone involved. If you're involved, a practicing mm-hmm. magician, okay. yeah, you, can, you can come. Okay. And... Uh, it's a three-day event. Mm-hmm. We start Friday night with a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go. I mean, yes, Friday night, Thursday night, actually Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, there's a gala show mm-hmm. with all the magicians from around the world and country, mm-hmm. and uh, that are are there, professional magicians. And we put on a, a evening sit-down dinner show. There's a dinner yeah. and a show. And it's the uh, 14th uh, through the 16th of November, mm-hmm. right here in Southbury, Connecticut. And it's it's been every year for the last 28 years. Wow. Uh, Such so, a great opportunity to meet and greet other people, see what's going on, to stay relevant right. and what's happening right here and, right. and now. And then, like I say, uh, our friend, uh, we have a, a fellow from New Haven who's a actually a forensic psychologist. Mm-hmm. He's a magician also. Mm-hmm. He's going to do a special Friday night show. So there's going to be two shows, uh, one Friday night at 8 o'clock, and, and there'll be one at 8 o'clock on Saturday after the dinner. Uh, it's icbmmagic.com, okay. M-A-G-I-C-K. Uh, and uh, it's we have a website. Uh, you can see the rundown. You can see the people. Uh, it's just something else uh, that we that I do. I put it on every year, and uh, it's a reunion. Really, it's a big reunion for. We have a following, and people. Mm-hmm. Most of the people are returns. They come back every year. We get we have some new people this year. That's awesome. That but, is awesome. You know how amazing to be kind of like new into this, and you're coming to learn from. All these different things. You're learning from the masters. Yeah. Um, Jeff McBride is a friend. He's been there in the past. We've had uh, uh, many, many celebrities. Uh, Johnny Thompson uh, has been here. I I knew him well, and he he was here twice, uh, unfortunately. He he was part of Penn and Teller's Fool Mm -hmm. You. He was in the background, uh, but he was one of the, uh, I believe, producers. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away last year. Uh, but uh, and then we we have a, a remembrance of the magicians that that in the past, like yeah. Johnny and that, will do. Um, it's it's a culmination of all kinds of magic. Mm-hmm. Whatever there's, uh, two of the fellows do some children magic, and they. Uh, uh, like I say, Oscar Munoz travels all around the country uh, to uh, schools and does a show, and he does he, he motivates kids. Yeah. He, he talks to them and gets them on a on a great line. And, 
interested in magic. But speaking of the kids, I know you talked about when you were learning, you you know, you observed, you went to the circus, you also went to the library, which I didn't even think about getting the magic books at the library, mm-hmm. to like kids or young people who are interested in magic. What kind of different, we talked a little bit about your storytelling and there's the children's, mm-hmm. what other types of, and levitating, what other types of magic um, are out there if someone wanted to specialize or do? Well, I mean, naturally, uh, sleight of hand magic, which is done with a lot of cards, but there's also coin magic. There's um, actually with anything you can think of, you can do a magic presentation. Um, you there's called there's books out there and and, and DVDs on there called impromptu magic. Mm-hmm. When you're at a table and you want to do and you want to do something, you can pick up a salt shaker, you can pick up a glass, mm-hmm. you can pick up. You can do something with everything around us. And that just brings us to the, to the fact that there is magic all around us. All you have to do is look for it. Mm. Um, it, it's, it there's grand illusion magic. We have a couple of people that do illusions. Um, I do some, some smaller illusions. Uh, my, one of my, my illusions that I've, I've helped create was a... Uh, was a, a cardboard box, just a plain cardboard box. I come out with it uh, at the end of the show with the kids. Yeah. And it's folded up under my arm flat. I come out and I show them. It has actually no bottom in it. And I put it on the table. You can see underneath the table. You can see all around. It's a glass table. And I reach in and I, I'll pull out silks. I'll pull <laughs> out... I'll pull out uh, bottles of soda I can pull and the last thing is a live rabbit oh my goodness I fold up the box put it on the tables and then the kids get to come up Uh, and that was that was what we call a closer my show for yeah quite quite I bet they loved it bet they loved it oh yeah I can uh, I can show you the pictures of the library show and now oh yeah at another point but um here the people can't see that mm-hmm. but, um it's just uh when the rabbit comes out whenever you bring a live <laughs> whenever, animal out yeah. that's the end of the show <laughs> it, unless you're a Siegfried and Roy where they have them running through mm-hmm. where they had them running through the show all the time but when you're when you're a magician usually when you bring out a live animal it better be the last <laughs> thing because all the kids want to do is uh, that's it you're all done it. that that's it, that was it. That's it. So you do that at the end of the show, put it there, and then, you know, yeah, they you, you get them it, yeah. organized in line, and they mm-hmm. come up, they get to pet the rabbit, and, and uh, they all crowd around you. Yep. Usually at that point, the audience winds up in your lap. Yeah. There was a, there was a yeah. magician that that's, yeah, who did a, a conference, and he says, if you're going to do children's magic, be prepared, because half of the half of the time the audience will be in your class. Yep. So you have to start with them further back. Yeah, because they, they, ask, they end up, the, and yeah. up, up, up yeah. and up. They and all want to, and they all yeah. want to be, and oh, they all yeah. want to be helpers. Absolutely. They all want to be helpers. So it's a, it's, you have to, you have to learn human nature. You have yes. to, you have to be in tuned. I had a child that came up, I, uh, uh, I did a, a, what they call a chair suspension where he levitates on mm-hmm. the, on, on a plank and the chairs are taken out and he's just floating. <laughs> okay. And I I just focused on the child and they came up and people were in awe. I said, well, it's, you know, it's not, it's just kind of a standard uh, magic mm-hmm. effect. But they said, no, 
Um, he was, he's autistic. Did you know that? I said, no, I didn't. I treated him, I focused on mm -hmm. him, I talked to him, and he did it. He did the, he, in fact, he went along with it perfectly. And, uh, and it's one of those, it's one of those things you have to try to look at people and size them up before they come up, even especially children. It's, it's very difficult to allow you never know what you, you never know what you're going to get with kids. No, it, you, you never know. No. I mean, and I've, yeah. and I've had some some children that you know didn't react, but you have to go along with it and absolutely then sort of uh, absolutely get around. That's where you learn at conventions how and and these these forms mm -hmm. how to how to handle certain things. People talk about their experiences and what they've what problems they've had and how to how to help. A situation. Well, thank you so much for telling us. Again, remind everyone of when the dates are, if there's a cost, and where it's going to be. Okay. there's. Uh, it's at the Wyndham in Southbury, Connecticut, right off I-84, August 16th, the 14th through the 16th. Uh, there is a cost for the dinner show, and there is a cost for the convention. Uh, you can go to the website, icbmmagic.com, and uh, that's icbmmagic.com. And the whole uh, schedule is laid out in that for magicians. And if you would just like to come and see one of the shows, uh, the, the dinner show, there's also a dinner show. Well, thank you. I will definitely post the link to that. And if you have any videos or photos, I would love to post well, that as well. there's a whole bunch of photos on the site awesome. of past gatherings, past shows. Um, and I will send you some. Thank you so much. Video. Again, thank you for listening. And it's Mr. Joe Cabral, and he is a magician. And please, if you go to his conference, let us know how it was. And again, thank you so much. Oh, it's great to see you.